Welcome one, welcome all. This is Pure Dead Gaming and we are here with another Afterlife recap episode, this time covering the month of February 2023. If you're new here, this is an additional monthly drop. Uh, it's a sort of Brucey bonus alongside our regular episode each and every Thursday. With us this month, as always, is Donny. Hello, Donny. Hello. And in the rotating third chair, it's the man with nearly as many podcasts as controllers, Alex. <laughs> Not quite. I think I'm a fair few off to get to, to match the number of controllers. Um, but it's, it's thanks for having me again. Nice to be back. It's good to have goals, but isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Challenge accepted, he says. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be another one or two in the horizon. There's only been one new one this week. Oh, Jesus. I can't believe you've got an edge. I'm so jealous you got an edge. It's lovely, Donnie. Ah, oh, I bet really it is. Really nice between that is. and the headset. There it just is. pairing them together. There like, it is. So nice. That was about Straight Even in. that charging dock, at least you know how there good There it feels. is. Straight in about. That's about 49 seconds. That's pretty good. Going. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> not bad at all. I tell you something, Alex, your, your transition to full-blown pony is going exceptionally well. I know. I felt like when I recorded Crosscast this week, I put my ex players jumper on just to like show that I did still have some affinity with the green side. (laughs) Couldn't forget about them. How you can look yourself in the mirror, to be honest with you, Alex. I mean, you have. You've became full pony. No, I'm a lover of all platforms. Is that what it is? Is that your your reasoning? The set Nintendo. Leave the poor Switch alone. Exactly, the poor Switch. It's shite. It does get (laughs) left alone. (laughs) What a shame. Glad to have you back, though. It's been a while. I'm trying try to think back when you were last on. I think it was, was it October, I think. Two weeks ago. Is, it was, well, yeah. <laughs> Aye, well, I, I meant for this, but yeah, two Aye. days ago for for the uh, for the VR chat, which I wasn't invited yeah. to. I, you you, oh, you well, were invited. shouldn't have cancelled that order. <laughs> you were invited on to talk about your charging station. You declined. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. But yes, this month we will be taking a look back at everything that happened. Well the main things that happened over the month of February. It was a short month, but not a quiet month in terms of gaming news. I think this is going to be the sort of the norm for 2023. It just seems like things started off pretty hot and I I don't see it stopping. Like, I think this is going to be one of the most newsworthy years. Yep. Um, Even even last year, which I thought was, was pretty good going, there was weeks where... For the normal podcast, I was sort of struggling to maybe pull six, seven news items together. But mm-hmm. like even yesterday, like I flung the towel in uh, at like twelve, and I was like, I'm not doing any more. It's just every fucking day there's something happening, and it's yeah. good. Don't get me wrong; it's 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 what we love, and it's good to see that it's it's drawn so much attention and so much news coming out. But um, but yeah, it keeps us busy in this. So should we Absolutely. should we dive in with our number fives? Indeed. Yeah. Alex, do you want to go first? I can do. Um, it's funny, as you say, that there's so much news, yet I struggled to come up with five things. And the main reason I struggled to come up with five things is because a, a lot of the news is fucking negative. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm so fed up talking about negative shit. So I've tried to pick nice, pos- well, some nice positive ones. They're not all positive. We're not really starting with a positive. Um, but my number five was the Pokemon Presents that was earlier this week. And the bizarreness of the shit that they showed off at this Pokemon Presents. Um, I'm not a Pokemon person. I don't care for Pokemon. You can say what you like. Come at me. Don't give a shit. Um, But this, even for Pokemon, this just seemed wild. Like, 
the first thing that struck me is like how much shite is out there for Pokemon. It was like there's a TV series, there's this game, there's that game, here's another game, here's cards, here's this, here's that. And then then they got to Pokemon Sleep, which people seem to be very excited about. And like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And he's like, oh, let's you, you you can go to sleep and then your the quality of your sleep will train your Pokemon. I'm like, well, my Pokemon will be shite because I don't get a quality sleep. And then, do any gamers get quality sleep out there? By the way, I don't think we do. Anyway, my Pokemon would be like a Tamagotchi, and it would just be lying there dead after, <laughs> after one day. Yeah, shout shout out to the OG Pokemon fans that know what a Snorlax is. That would be that would be most of us, I think. Oh yeah. Well, well, I mean, the Snorlax was the start of the show for this, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it's quite funny you mentioned Tamagotchi there, Craig, because I think that was a bit where it really did get quite strange when you they revealed the, well, the name was good enough. What was it? The Pokemon Go Plus Plus? Plus Plus. Like, yeah, I mean, creative. Yeah, that's a catchy name. Really creative. And then and then they showed it off. And you're like, yeah, you can take this to bed with you. And if you're really unsettled or whatever, you can just press the wee button in and Pikachu will start singing you a fucking lullaby. Magic. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, you're having a laugh. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, Pokemon really reached new heights. But it was a bit of a highlight for me because I was like, I never watched these things and I thought some of the guys in Discord were talking about it. I was sitting, I didn't have any calls. I'm like, I'm going to shove this on. And I just laughed all the way through it because <laughs> it was so ridiculous. That Pokemon Plus Plus sounds like a fishing expedition for paedophiles. And yeah. it's going to lure in anybody over 16 is going to get a visit a house visit <laughs> i just imagined those those kind of creepy old men lying there so on one side of them they had this piece pikachu um singing a song to them the other side they had one of those like real life dolls <laughs> like that was just a complete vision that it gave me maybe i'm wrong i'm probably offended like most of the people listening but that's yeah. craig does most weeks anyway it's fine <laughs> sounds, nah, sounds I pretty spot right there, my friend that sounds pretty yep. spot on to me. Um, yep. Yeah, I didn't watch this. Uh, I just can't. I just I get enough Pokemon uh, in this house on a weekly basis because my son's obsessed with it. But it's just something. I was late. I, I was too late for Pokemon, so I I didn't grow Damn. up with it, and I've never played one of the games. I've seen the film, and I think I've sort of passed by when there's been a couple episodes of one of the many shows on when he's been watching it. Um, but yeah, I mean, even the most hardened Pokemon fans, apart from my son right enough, uh, seem to think that that presents was a lot of shite. Yeah. And shout out to, uh, to to Craig's Pokemon knowledge there with, I've seen the film and there's about 25 of them, so that <laughs> probably says it all there, Craig. It really only means Detective yeah. Pikachu. Oh, that's, fucking, that's a great film, by the way. That was what I meant, Detective Pikachu. I... Yeah. Oh, wow. That's the only thing I've seen. I, I meant all it was the, right, anim, an, the anime movie versions, like this, like theatrical movies, Pokemon movies. Wow, I no, I numerous amounts of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe yeah. get them for the boy. He probably not, doesn't know about that. that. To be fair, they're like they're on Netflix and stuff anyway. And I think they're on they're on Amazon Prime. I think as well. So, oh, I love seeing yeah. that. Is that not one of the things they announced? Are they updated on a Netflix series that was coming? Uh, the new one because Ash won mm. the world championship or whatever. That, that's my recent knowledge of it anyway. Yeah. yeah, but I saw there's also an expansion for Scarlet, Scarlet, Scarlet. I merged Scarlet and Violet there together. Uh, That's what they should do there. and only release one game for once. Well, Fucking yeah. Robin bastards. I want to know if they <laughs> fixed it yet. I've got, I, I've I got Scarlet, so. and it's and it's it's so bad. I don't it think they so fixed bad. it. I think it is still a mess. Um, wow. 
But I think the other thing that came out when they announced this and the kind of leaks for the expansion, they did some people dug in behind it and there were some rumours to this is where the rumours for the new Switch hardware reared their ugly head again. So the Switch right. Plus is Switch Pro, Super Switch, whatever you want to call it, seems to be back on the agenda for later this year. So we'll see. That's like two years in a row now, isn't it? Or this will be the third year that they've been third, talking about that yeah. coming in the fall. Mm. Interesting. I really hope they go with the name Super Switch. It's such a missed opportunity if they don't. Mm-hmm. Super Switch. It's been a while since they've gone Super, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know. I just I feel like that Nintendo, although we all think it's shite, the Switch, um, they're riding a sort of similar wave like of the NES, so it makes perfect sense to me to go super, like Super NES, Super Switch. Yeah. Um, the, the SS. Yes. Aye, that was I could done a treat. Aye. Also, I feel like they need to, whatever they do, they need to make sure that people know it's a new console. Like you don't want another Wii U situation, but you also want them to know that it's an evolution of the same console. Yeah. Because yeah. like I don't know, I just it still would be the most Nintendo thing ever to bring out something completely different, like a different form factor. Yeah. And that would be just the fucking worst ever if they did that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the danger with going with that, with a Switch 2 year, and I never kind of considered that before, is people then not appreciating the fact that it's a, an evolution, like you say, and it's not just a an update. Like, the OLED was an update to the yeah. existing Switch, you know, and the light's a budget version. I think people kind of understand that, but yeah. Would the perception be, oh, it's just a, it's just an update to the OLED, for example? Rather, actually, no. This is a, this is a whole new bit of hardware that can play Call of Duty. You know, <laughs> it'll be, it'll yes. sell bucket loads. <laughs> oh yeah, All right. It'll come in the form of a gun. Yeah, but yeah, definitely, definitely some Pokemon weirdness. I'm, I'm expecting more of that as the, as the year goes on as well. I, I can see a little bit of a barren year outside of uh, Zelda. And so I think we'll be getting more of these sort of what the fuck is this mm. out of out of the red corner. Yeah. Okay, Donnie, your number five. Number five. It'll just be it'll just be a, a quick one. This my number five is Elden Ring hitting twenty million sales, um, which happened in the last couple of weeks. Phenomenal achievement for a for a FromSoft game. I don't think anybody in their right mind would have had this selling. 7, 8, let alone 10, 12, 16 as it was in August, 17 and a half in November, and then hitting 20 million. Just a complete juggernaut of a game that I think has taken everyone by surprise. And of course, in the last week, they've announced the expansion coming soon, Shadow of the Erd Tree. No date yet, but what we've heard is, is that it's coming after Armoured Core, which we have no official date on other than 2023. So it's probably still... The guts of a year away, possibly. Um, but certainly the excitement on Twitter for this. I'm excited for it as well, actually. I'm looking forward to, to diving back in. So congratulations to um, to FromSoft and Elden Ring. I just can't get over that they announced that three days after the one-year anniversary. <laughs> I know, yeah. that was bizarre. What the actual yeah. fuck. It's, that just sums up FromSoft. They're just so laxadaisy about these sort of things, you know? That it's just, ah, well, here you go. Here's an expansion and a random fucking... Monday afternoon. In fairness, it was like a very, it was very much a Sony beat at the moment, the minute as well, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, having their state of play and PSVR yep. two stuff 
the day after PSVR 2 came out. (laughs) There's a lot lot of bizarreness going on. But no, you're right. I think selling 20 million, like, that's so impressive. Like, don't get me wrong, I think everyone was sort of taken back by the whole 97 and stuff like that as well. Everyone knew it was going to be a good game, but I think no one really appreciated that it was going to score that highly. But even still, I feel like those scores weren't, that much of a shock because it was going to be reviewed by FromSoft fans. They were going to love it, but yeah. you still you thought you would have thought that pool. Like if I don't know if we all took a, a vote beforehand, how much is this going to sell? No one would have probably even went over twelve million because you're no like, chance. well, there only no is chance. there only is so many Souls fans, so the yeah. game could literally be a stone cold ten out of ten for everybody that plays it. But there's only a certain amount of pool of players. But this yeah. has somehow brought in more that have yeah. enjoyed it as well. It's not even like they've all picked up and went, fuck this. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, the, the, the platinum percentage is actually, isn't like, I think it's like 10%. It's way higher than it should be. Which, yeah, you're right, way higher than it should be for a fucking, for a, for a Souls game. So, yeah, clearly fucking people continued with it as well. So yeah. uh, I, I can't believe it's success, but. I still can't believe I finished it. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get the platinum as well? No. Oh, come on. I, I fucked up come the on. ending. So there was like, because you needed to get the three endings to get yeah. the platinum, I'd done the wrong bit. And then it meant I couldn't go back and get the other two. Terrible. Which meant then I couldn't be bothered and I don't even own the game anymore. I'm sure she did it in after that. <laughs> Craig, how far did you get? <clears throat> uh, I am. It's still ongoing. I'm currently... <laughs> I think I've beat eight bosses okay you're doing better than i thought then fair enough better than you i mean you've only got about 120 to go absolute cheek slander (laughs) my good name (laughs) i'm going to continue i'll continue to plug away at it ah it's taking a while i I, I still i I don't know it's good but it's not i don't know it's not a 20 million Mm. sold to me i wouldn't have said but it's good that's good you're convincing nobody. nobody. <laughs> anyway, what is your number five? Well, staying on the sales beat, my number five is the Switch becoming the third best-selling system ever. Congratulations! So, yeah. uh, we don't give Nintendo a lot of love, and I would say for good reason. Um, <laughs> even when the thing launched in 2017, I thought it was underpowered at the time. So in 2023, it's uh, it's honestly almost becoming a bit of a joke. But I mean, who are we? Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's still uh-huh. it's still right up there with the best selling consoles every month. It's still it's flying off the shelves. Um, like us as gamers, like we're we're sitting there going, I can't handle that frame rate. I can't handle 540p. Yeah. Like, but we're the minority. Very much so. Very, very much so. Like, the long load times. Like, people just don't seem to care. They love that form factor. And there's no sign of it slowing down. Like, I, th- I think they can still... I don't think they can reach the DS. The DS is 154 million, and then you've got PS2 at 155. So they've still got a ways to go. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not out the realms. If they no. if, Certainly if they made a Switch Pro, because they would that would count under the same the same banner if they did that i think they probably would beat it but at this point i don't know i feel like the i feel like the time's come and gone 
for like an upgraded model, I think it needs to be a new generation. It needs a new one, yeah, yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, there's there's no way you come out with an upgraded model now. I think they would just get absolutely slated if they yeah. did that. Yeah. Not that they'd care because they no. do not give a shit <laughs> no. about what anybody says. They do their own thing. Yeah. They, that's that's just Nintendo, but yeah. it's definitely got to be that next generation now for them. Yeah, yeah. But, but the thing is, is I, I said this recently on, on another podcast. You're right, Nintendo don't care, but they don't need to because last year the Switch still sold 15 million units last year, despite the fact that you're right. All hardcore gamers laugh at it for, like you said, Craig, the fucking the 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 frame rate, the the fidelity, but. They still shifted 15 million fucking units in last year. And it's just, it's it's an incredible bit of kit. Um, uh, it's probably too far away from the uh, the DSs and the, and the PS2. What you're talking, you're talking 30 million. Yeah, that's another quarter on top really, isn't it? So mm. I think I'll miss those, but fair play because I never expected it to shift that kind of numbers. No chance. And I know, okay, they cannibalised themselves by not having a home console making one console where they would normally have two so it needed to be big for nintendo i do appreciate that but you still couldn't have told me to shift 122 million units no definitely not don't think anybody's seen that coming no no definitely not yeah but no. to be fair you know it was um you, you can thank fucking lockdown and what was what, animal crossing wasn't animal it, with crossing, that? Yeah. it's got a lot to say for it man there must be a lot of little little towns and farms that are fucking decrepit now uh, it, it, it wouldn't i wouldn't have reached those numbers without lockdown no no definitely not and i suppose it's, it's kind of the point you alluded to earlier as well craig obviously and you meant it as well donnie you've got your different skews there so you've got your original switch you then had your switch Lite, which people bought as an additional system you then had the oled which people have upgraded from you're also six years on so people have got rid of that original one because it's yeah. either broken or it's so yeah. there's so many numbers in there that are the fact that we're this stage of the life cycle that probably mm-hmm. inflate that from like overall yeah. sales it, not that that matters no no um It'd be interesting to know, actually, Alex, you've got a really good point. How many individual people have bought one? Because I've owned two. So out of the 122 million, two are mine. Same. You're two. A lot of people I know have got two because they've got one for them, one for the kids or husband and wife. So how many actual users are we talking about? That's quite an interesting one to, to think, you know? I don't know. Or, I don't know a single person that has only bought one. Like, I know a yeah. few people that have never bought a Switch, but I don't yeah, know someone that's only bought one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when they give the um, the, the the PlayStation Four install base. But hang on here, how many people had a had a a, a, a launch one and then a pro? So there's you're double counting there. It's the same idea, isn't it? Yeah. And then the slim in between because people are moving through the three of them. Ah, of course. I forget. I always forget about the wee slim. Eh? Yeah. Right enough. You know, fine. Chris had a slim as well. <laughs> I think he just went straight for the pro. He's not fucking Did about. He? Is he not? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, in, cool. impressive numbers. Like we've yeah. we've, we've sort of tapped them in the shoulder and then kicked the fuck out of them at the same time because we yeah. just we just spent the whole time slagging them. But at the same point, like it, it's numbers that should be should be touted. Yeah. At the end of the day. Right. So number four, Alex. My number four, kind of. It, it it's a it's a wider point, but it's in February. It feels like reviewers have gone batshit crazy. <laughs> I would agree like, with that. <laughs> yeah. And it was I was thinking about it there as you were talking about Elden Ring and the reviews that I got that last year. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like if that was reviewed in February 2023, it would have got like 20, it would have given it 0 out of 10. A thousand would have given it 10 out of 10 and you would have had everything in between. Because that seems to be where we've landed this month, whether it be, and I've just put a few examples here, you've got Wanted Dead, you've got Atomic Heart, Scars Above, Hogwarts Legacy. I mean, all for different rounds and reasons, but people just seem to have gone a bit mental. Yeah, like, I would totally agree. I don't think I've ever seen a game be given 0 out of 10 before. Yeah. Was it Wanted Dead that got a 0 out of 10 review? No, it was it was Hogwarts no. Legacy was that, given was that it. Not a one? That was a one. No, I think, was a, I think no, Wanted a to get a zero. zero. Oh, did it? I'm sure I've seen a zero out of ten <laughs> review for Wanted Dead somewhere. Jesus. Like, yeah. it, it's madness. You just get into a stage where you're not paying attention to reviews anymore because people aren't reviewing games for what they are. They're, yeah. they're reviewing everything surrounding a game and yeah. looking into far too much detail and what's going on around it and nothing's been taken on face value in terms of this is the game this is what's there this is what i'm reviewing you're not reviewing anything else you're reviewing the game yep Do your job yeah. yeah no i mean to, to make a finer point on that wired um review of hogwarts legacy i mean that that was absolutely disgusting um yeah. i I cannot believe that made it past the editing stage to actually be released. Um, and I think the the backlash to it has been pretty full on as well. And, you know, to think that someone was was, was allowed to go, do you know what, I'm going to review that for my agenda. Never, never mind the fact I don't play video games and my last two reviews were dildos. I'm going to review that and not even play the fucking game. It was just a complete stitch up. And yeah. I cannot believe it was it even got past the the editor's desk. Fucking hell, man! That's what it's come to. We we just live in a clickbait world. Yeah, and it's just getting even worse by the day. Yeah, everyone's chasing the worst headline. Well, that that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, I I think that a lot of this has came down to giving a game a seven or an eight and saying, "Ah, it's pretty good. This is what I like about it." But there's also these problems. It's it's not sexy enough. It's not. It doesn't leap off the the screen at people, and unfortunately, we're at a point now where, like, even a lot of bigger websites are fighting for their life, yep. because most of them, yeah. because YouTubers and influencers and other people, like a lot. I've heard a lot of people recently even say. I don't even go to the likes of like influencers on YouTube for my reviews. I now just sort of see what most of my followers are saying on Twitter. Like mm-hmm. I sort of gauge it based on that. Like yeah. people are getting their information in so many different ways now. And I think that's got quite a bit to do with it. Like obviously with Hogwarts Legacy, like we, we realised there was an agenda. Like yeah. so it was hard to take a lot of those reviews seriously like i would argue as well that i think overall the game got rated higher than it should have been because of the agenda like i think it's a very very good game i'm actually watching jess play it just now i think it's absolutely excellent but i think i think there was also plenty of high reviews that were too high simply because of the sort of surrounding factors and then i think as well what you used to have was a lot of people that thought like anything under a five was unplayable 
Mm-hmm. And so even if a game was bad, it sort of started as a six. And I think a lot yeah. of people have moved away from that now. And I think a good example of that is Wanted Dead. Like, depending on the experience you had, like, there was a lot of frame rate issues. If that's something that really bothers you, I think a lot of people were like, fuck this, and gave it a three or something. And I don't think that would have happened two years ago. I think a bad frame rate, people would have been like, ah, it's not a bad frame rate, but ah, the gameplay's kind of fun. Like, I saw a review for Wanted Dead that was either a three or a four, and they were saying gameplay's really fun, but there's uh, technical issues. And I just don't think in 2018, technical issues would have meant a three. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's it's interesting as well, like with Atomic Heart, I do think there was more agenda in that than has been made of, like because of the Russian angle. Like I do think some of the reviews were lower than they would have been because of that, but it just wasn't outlined as much and i think part of that might have been coming so quickly after hogwarts legacy yeah like anyone that had an agenda against hogwarts legacy and made it known that blew up in their face like fuck Uh so if you were if if you were against this atomic heart game i'm not saying people were maybe they were maybe they weren't but if you were against it you would have been a fuck and you wanted to try and i don't know diminish it in some way you would have been a fucking idiot to make that known because you've yep. just yeah. you've just watched how that backfired. So no, I completely I completely agree. Um, but it, it almost feels like you're stuck in that self fulfilling prophecy, as you say. Like people are getting their information from elsewhere, so we need to try and make our stand out. But by making our stand out, we're losing all credibility, and people are just like, nah, that's not where I'm going to go anymore. And it's just like, just make it's just I don't think there's a right answer anymore. But the the default going to a website and looking for a review is just not. I wouldn't do it anymore most of the time, other than unless it's someone that I know and trust that's reviewing the game. Yeah, I mean, I I take an interest on an overall review score just to, just as a curiosity thing. Like today, seeing Wo Long got, I think it's eighty two. Mm-hmm. I thought fair play, really really good score. Um, not a game that I'm going to play because it's fucking it's hard as balls, but. I thought yeah, great scores, but I've not read a single Wo Long review, and to be honest with you. I'm thinking back, like, I genuinely can't remember the last time I actually sat and read a review. Yeah. Like, it's been so long since I bothered my arse to, you know, I'll often, if I click a link, I'll often scroll to the bottom to see the score and just to see what they say is the sort of good and bad yeah. points. And I just take that little cliff note and that's it. I've, done, I've seen myself do that on IGN, for example. But actually sitting and reading a review from start to finish, it's been fucking ages. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think with a lot of it, that is the way things are going. And like, just to go back to the clickbait, it was I can't remember who it was now because I quite happily throw them under the bus. But <laughs> um, it was a YouTube review for I think it was Atomic Heart. It was Atomic Heart, and so the the YouTube title was like Atomic Heart. What, what the fuck? Obviously, didn't say they bleeped out or whatever they were. What the fuck happened? And I was like, holy shit, they must have hated the game. And mm. in the review, they were saying, they, they mentioned IGN, and IGN gave it an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And they were like, uh, overall, I, I, like, I would sort of agree with IGN. I think I think they were pretty on the money, although I would maybe score it slightly lower than that. 
and I'm thinking, right, so you're pretty much saying you think the game's either an 8 or a 7.5, and your title yeah. is What the Fuck Happened? That's yeah. a good score. <laughs> like, yeah, what yeah, what yeah. the fuck's going on here? But that yeah. was that was their title. And like I don't know, like I feel like that can almost influence people. Like people if people see that, like they, they just go into YouTube and they type in Atomic Heart and one of the searches comes up and says, What the fuck happened? You'd be like, Whoa, that game must not work. Yeah. Yep. But again, they've yeah. just had to put an attention grabbing headline. Of course. Yeah. Uh, of course. I, I, sex, I, sex sells, man. The thing is, I I don't even it's not even like I necessarily know the answer. Because if you're not doing stuff like that to get recognised, what the fuck? I mean, people are almost, I'm not trying to defend them, but a lot of people have been forced into stuff like that because yeah. they have to try and make it. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I saw someone saying it was something like, the thumbnail is as important as the content. And it was a, it was a YouTuber, he 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 did like a, a trial on his, on his own, on his own videos. And he said, Sis it was 20 videos. He did 10 one way and 10 another way. And one of the ways he did it is kind of the, the, how you recommended do it. And sure enough, every one of those videos, regardless of content, got more views than the ones that he made a quite a, basically just a generic thumbnail. And it's like, fucking hell. We're actually choosing what to watch by a thumbnail now. And let me guess, was the way you're supposed to do it by putting a cutout picture of yourself looking shocked or looking really happy? Pretty much, uh, yeah. Yeah. That makes me just, not watch a video. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's baffling, isn't it? It's just the way life is these days, isn't it? Indeed. Indeed. Once we're all in charge, this won't be a thing. Once we rule the world. <laughs> one one thing at a time. <laughs> Indeed. So, Donnie, your number four? Uh, my number four, I'm going to start it as a negative, but it's not. It's a positive. And that is um, PS Plus finally having a stellar Game Pass month. Um, I sat and looked back since we started doing these monthly recaps last summer and there's been three occasions where between ourselves, Alex, you, Ben, Craig, one of us at some point three, on three occasions has mentioned about Game Pass that month and greatest has came to Game Pass or Game Pass overall. Really positive. Three months of, of, of last year and not once... Apart from the launch, not once have we ever singled out PS Plus. Okay, we've all said, oh yeah, get good month, but not once have we ever said, you know what, that's a great month. And that's quite, I think, Craig, one of your complaints is that it's quite a sad indictment of maybe how the new service has gone in nearly a year. But that, but that's my negative out of the way. The positive is, finally, we get a great, what I class as a Game Pass month. You know, Horizon Forbidden West going there is a massive game. Funnily enough, some might call it clever marketing with a DLC out in six weeks. Mm. Hmm. You know, things like The Quarry, which, to be fair, The Quarry was Game Pass PS Plus all day long anyway. And Ace Combat 7 went on, Resident Evil 7, Tekken 7. Don't sleep on Scarlet Nexus, people. It's a fucking great game. And everyone's favourite, Borderlands 3, on there as well. So, do you know what? Really, really, really standout month for, for the service. The premium classics, which I think the premium side of things has probably been the most criticised, probably one of the best months you'll see. You know, Destroy All Humans on there, Harvest Moon, Back to Nature, but forgetting that, Legend of Dragoon and Wild Arms 2, two massive 90s GRPGs that people have been asking for, not only for years pre-PS Plus, but certainly since the service launched. Um, and in case for anyone who didn't realise Legend of Dragoon actually got a patch a couple of days ago and it's fixed because sadly the game released broken. Not good. Um, but it is now fixed. So yeah, listen, 
you might not have too much to say, guys, on it, but it's good that they finally, after nearly a year, get a great month. I, th- I think the biggest thing for me is it's good to finally see them put a first-party game on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there doesn't seem to be any cadence to how they're doing that because it's not like they're hitting a year and they're putting on it probably for Heisen. No, or, no, it's it's, it's for the bit. DLC. It's it's purely yeah. to sell DLC numbers. That's that's all. You know, there's a thirty pound expansion coming out in six weeks. So no, it's because it's, they've flogged it as much as they possibly can. We have oh, a yeah. bundled version that they've sold. Oh, so they look, might as well shove it on there anyway. We <laughs> yeah. can't possibly sell another one. Oh, it has so, to be saturated by now. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm just annoyed about it. Well, I'll probably never play it. You need to. It's good. Very good. I never got an hour into the first one, so wow. To be fair, the first hour of the first one is the weakest part of any Horizon game so thus far. When you're when you're when you're young, that was quite rough. The beginning of that. Uh, game. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. It does improve <laughs> incredibly from there, but I I remember the first sort of hour or two being like, oh, I don't know about that. I couldn't get past that bit, and I think it was because I didn't get past it in the first sitting. I just couldn't bring myself to go back to it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can totally see that because it was a slog. Um, mm-hmm. But no, phenomenal games. I yeah, it's. It, I don't know. On one hand, I would like to see there be a sort of cadence in place, like it's like whether it is after a year, after 18 months. But I, I do get why Sony won't do that, because... Of course, because you'd wait. Aye, you, you would know how long you had to wait, and if you'd already waited four months, then you'd be like, well, I'm, I'm not fucking buying it. Uh, and obviously in the last couple of months before it would join PS Plus, the sales would just completely stop. Um, so yeah, I understand why they're not, but yeah, it is a bit strange. I mean, you look at Last of Us 2, still not there. I mean, when did that come out? 2020. Like yep, if yep. if I was them, I would. It, it, they're not going to sell that many more copies of Horizon, and it's been on no. deep sales and stuff like that as well, which not a lot of PlayStation Five exclusives have been. Uh, and now I think it's all about let's see how much we can make off this DLC. Yeah, because I think it's it's going to be a substantial one. I think it will be. Oh, it'll be massive. I could see it. Yeah. Be, I could see it being thirty quid. Oh yeah, I I think so. I mean, you've got the Sony tax, so there's a tenor just for having a name. You know, right. and then you've then got the fact that it's an expansion to a PS5 game. So I'd be shocked if it's if it's less than third. But but that's but to be fair though, Craig, that's the going rate. Yeah. Redfall it comes out in May, and you're paying thirty pound for a, for four skins as a deluxe. So thirty pound is going to be the norm for expansions and and um, what would you call it like a deluxe yeah. version of these of these AAA games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like obviously this your news items is about PlayStation Plus, but like I, I do feel that both almost need to... I, w- I would prefer if both PS Plus and Game Pass had a more, like, sort of set-out rule set, almost. Like, it's, as far as I'm aware, um, the updated version of Outer Worlds, is, that's still not been confirmed to come to Game Pass, has it? Which is odd. It's very odd. That's um, very it's, odd. It's, well... I'm not sure because I don't think when they updated like the the updated Skyrim the last time I think you had to upgrade that so I don't think it necessarily needed one needed 
one, but I don't, I don't okay. know. Yeah, it's it a little bit like it's not a new release, and it is a you would think because it is a Series X version, it would come to Game Pass rather than it being a whole yeah, because it's not a DLC. Exactly, um, and, it, and it's just a case of like Microsoft sort of their what they've outlined is all first party games on Game Pass. And it would just—it's just strange if an updated version of one that's already there, all of a sudden, no, no, you have to pay fifty quid for this. I suppose what they might do, but see, because it comes—it comes with all the DLC, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like the, the package and what they might yeah. do is like upgrade the base game. Yeah. And then you still need to—you can then upgrade to get the DLCs or something. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine they won't upgrade the base base game. I think it would be really strange if they didn't. That's what, Unless, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it would be odd. And, and, but unless, of course, we're being stupid and maybe the backwards compat or whatever, it's, maybe it's already got the, the natural upscaling that the, the Series X has, of course. Maybe it didn't need a patch. Because the PS5 versions obviously come in with haptics and things which, is, we're not, which aren't applicable. So maybe it's already, maybe the performance that the PS5 version's getting is already standard with X. Maybe I'm just speculating, I don't actually know. Smart, just a guess. Smart delivery, boys. Smart delivery. Smart, that's the words I was looking for. Yeah. I don't know, just just a theory, but yeah, I'll be interesting. Hopefully, to they'll see. confirm it soon. Aye, because it's a brilliant game, by the way. Ah, it is. It's so good. So yeah, PS Plus. Um, it's 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 been a minute since we've we've had something to sing about, and uh, I'm sure after next month it'll be a while again. Yeah, because next month's looking just saying that next month they did obviously mention yeah battlefield well. yeah battlefield if you want to play it you know minecraft ledge which i know is popular in code vein and of course that that new game chia is coming day and date um Unch- but yeah you get uncharted legacy of thieves legacy collection. of thieves as well um, yeah which is which is fantastic Ghostwire tokyo of course yeah Ghostwire tokyo by the way again don't sleep on that anyone it's a great game that'll be having game pass this month as well yeah. yes i know that's i know that's interesting one as well hmm Interesting. Okay. Interesting, Mr. Bond. So, my number four is, we've sort of discussed it a little bit already, but it's Wanted Dead and the Return of Double A Games. Now, obviously, they have had, um, I would say, mixed results in this, but I just feel like we are, I don't know, like I've played quite a few of these games recently, and it feels like a return to the sort of PS3 360 era where you're getting, like, I felt like in the PS4, you either got games that were really high production value, or it was indie. And I feel like now you're getting more of these games that it's games that are trying to be AAA, but they aren't. And, like, Wanted Dead's a perfect example of that. Like, it's shooting for the stars, and they just can't optimise the fucker. And some of the graphics are rough. And another example, I played Scars Above, um, which is another game that wants to be AAA, but it's just, it's no reaching it. And like, those two games are prime examples of something like, I love, I really loved One to Dead. I thought it was fucking brilliant. I had a great time with it. It's one of the one of the most fun I've had with a game this year. Um, and there's been a lot of good games this year. Whereas like Scars Above, I was like, oh dear, that is fucking, that is rough. Um but I'm I'm still happy that we're getting to see this because I feel like there's there's a lot of like experimental stuff being done. 
Um, like it would be easy to just say with Scars Above that it's just a generic sort of third person shooter but they had some cool ideas in there like assembling your guns and I don't know there was just there was so many things where you would go up to something to interact with and even in a lot of AAA games it would be like you would pick it up but in this you had to actually put the stuff together and you had to figure little bits out and um, I don't know I feel like with games like this coming not all of them will be hits but stuff will be new ways of doing things will be discovered and they'll be picked up by bigger games that will then implement them and that's yeah what i'm hoping for like with wanted dead like if, if someone took that idea and had a bigger budget and had better optimizational skills like that would be an absolute banger um so yeah i'm just i'm really happy to see like a a sort of full breadth of games like 10 like sort of 10 pound up to 70 pound rather yeah. than just mm-hmm. one side or the other. Mm-hmm. It very much feels like that's where that Focus Home Entertainment. Yep. They feel like they're really filling that gap Yeah. yeah. A lot of the games that they're putting out. Cause what was it? Evil West kind of almost felt like it. That was another one. Exactly. Landed a bit in there. Yeah. Um, Foc- but it is nice to have that option, as you say, that kind of tiered option of where you're going, rather yeah. than just have it at £70 and it's £20. Like, nice to have something in the middle. Mm-hmm. Foc- focus Home and Play On. Or I can't even I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Play I, play on. like mm. they just just, just go back to calling them cock. Aye, that was fair. <laughs> Why would you change that name? It's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they're they're bringing out a lot of this stuff. Um, you just obviously, I don't want to sound negative, but you, it'll be interesting to see how it sells and how other games sell because. The problem you've got with the double A space is like most of it will not sell well. Then this is a problem because it's the same in Hollywood movies. That double A space hasn't been selling well for about at least ten years, probably really fifteen years. And this is the issue you can kind of see creeping into games. And it reminds me like the the, the hottest film in the world is that Banshees of Inisherin, the one that's like nominated for numerous award, all the Oscars, winning BAFTAs, best film at the BAFTAs, um, Golden Globes, you name it. Like literally everyone's talking about this film like it's the greatest film ever made. It had a budget of 20 million to make it. Do you know how much it made at the box office? 43. 43 million. One of the greatest films of the last decade, been nominated for every award under the sun, and made 43 million pound. Unless it's unless it's Marvel or a or a blockbuster AAA movie, it'll sell. Top Gun Maverick, MCU, it'll sell. And this is the the, the problem I have with, with games is that I see this happening in the AA space. This lack of sales, and you, in, in the end you go, what's the fucking point? Marvel Midnight Sun. This is, Sold pretty coldly. Um, the what you call it? Fucking oh, what am I trying to say? Um, horror. Um, Dead Space, but the fake Dead Space didn't sell Come well. The there we go. Thanks to the assist, didn't really sell well. Um, and it's yeah, this I don't know. I don't know, guys. I'm trying not to be too negative about that side of things. It's good to see it. But I don't know if it lasts. Oh no, I don't, I don't think it will last. Like I mean, the reason it hasn't been around for a few years, about a decade, is because it didn't work back then, 
and it yeah. died off. It's got more of a chance now. Well, sorry, it did have more of a chance because they were a- they're now able to save money by just releasing digitally. Like so, back when double yes. games were more of a thing before, they had to print the discs that cost a yeah. lot of additional money, and then these games were getting Ship passed. I uh, were getting passed around like a cheap hooker for a fiver. When everyone someone had bought one and they gave it to all their pals. Now with it being digital, that helps a bit. But what yeah. kills it is PS Plus and Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Because now, like, I mean, I feel like I bang the drum on this all the time about how these services are going to be the death of gaming. And I do believe that, even though I like both of them. But a game like Scars Above, like, it's... I'll, I'll use One to Dead, because I think, I, I think it's a better game. But a game like One to Dead, you would look at that and you'd go, nah, I'll wait till it comes to a service. Yeah. And that's the problem now. Like, gamers are looking at games, and unless it is a fucking tip top, nine out of ten, ten out of ten, they're going, ah, I'll just wait. Mm-hmm. My, my, my go to example for that is always the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Really good game, but folk were like, great game. Nah, great I'll, game. I'll wait. And the worst yeah. fucking thing that could have possibly happened was it did come to Game Pass. And there was so many people that sat there and waited. And they got it, and now they'll go. I'll just wait. It'll do a Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these and it was such a good game. That's the worst thing. It was a great game. Fucking I killed a studio. Yeah, really decent, good platinum as well. A little bit grindy, but good platinum as well. I really fucking enjoyed it. Combat was good. The 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 characters were funny and authentic. I fucking loved the game. But I picked it up second hand for twenty quid. Yeah. So I might as well have game passed it. I think it's no different. I think the future of these double A games is them coming day one to a service. Yes. Yeah, totally. I think that that's would work. the model that they're aiming for, probably. Yeah. Get the yeah. money and get out. Yeah. And that and makes hope and hope people play it. That makes perfect sense as well, because the likes of like I'll use Game Pass as an example just because they have more day one games. It, if you are trying to keep up X amount of day one games in a year, it makes sense to put more money into a more quantity of double A games than triple A games because then you're hitting your quota or whatever, and you will still mm-hmm. obviously get some that are massive hits. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I just no, it's, no, it's good to see. I was just going to say, on the flip side, you're like, do I buy that game? Or do I spend the money on a month of Game Pass or PS Plus or whatever, which is going to be cheaper than buying the game? Of course I'm going to spend. Right. Well, you're saying of course you're going to. Some people won't. But yeah, depends how much time sense you've got. Not to do yeah. it that way. Oh, yeah. Aye. Getting a subscription service makes so much more sense because you, yeah. if you don't like that one game, you're fucked. Whereas you've got like, oh, well, I didn't like that game, so I'll try one of the other 699. <laughs> Should I yeah. can find something? Yeah. I'm sure there's something for me on there. <laughs> Okay, Alex, your number three. My number three was it wasn't quite the whole of the Nintendo Direct. It was purely the fact we finally got Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games on Switch Online. Mm-hmm. Long time um, coming. Long time coming, a long time rumoured. It's been promised this for years. Um, but they're finally here, and the main reason is just because I got to play the original Tetris again on my Switch, and that made me very happy. Ah. <laughs> Um, cute. <laughs> I, I, I've been like eyeing up an original Game Boy for quite a wee while, so I go up to, I go up to Forgotten Worlds probably once a fortnight, trying to find the one that I like the look of because I'm not for buying one online, and then it gets you, and I'm like, mm, that's a bit too scabby. I want to see it, and I want to pick one. Yep. But there's not quite been one I want to buy yet, so I'm like, I will I'll sell you pick one. one up. And you get a few there going, Donnie. I uh, just just one. Go once in <laughs> here, looking at it right now, I could sell you. 
It's a bit yellow though. Oh no, it needs, I don't want a yellow. It, it one. needs bleached. It wouldn't be worth the cleaning bill, Alex. It needs bleached. No. It was also oh. decontaminated just for oh. being Donny, but uh, oh. Uh, oh. But, you, UV light over it, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sticky buttons. Oh. No need. But yeah, so it was nice to finally play Tetris. Um again. And just to see those games get a new lease of life. I mean, I think that service and that expansion pack and online service is starting to prove its worth a bit more than mm-hmm. it used to. I think it's got quite a lot of good content on there. They seem to be adding to it a far more regularly now as well. Yeah. And do you di- yeah. do you dip into it quite regularly or no? What what, what is the the state of the N sixty four library, for example? Have they got like I mean, a fair amount of games now? I think there's maybe about fifteen or sixteen, maybe right. maybe even more than that. But I mean, they add, they were adding one a month, maybe more than that, and maybe been a couple of months now since they've added an N sixty four game. Right. And, well, Golden Eye was the last one that went on. Yeah, almost. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, there's quite a few on there. So like, spent a bit of time playing Wave Race for a wee pile because right. we were having a competition nice. on leaderboards and that nice. and stuff like that. So I mean, there's nice things just to dip in and out of. I'm not going to sit there and play through like ocarina of time or something that's the only hook that i would have is, is playing ocarina of time on it which which we will do for a for a, a throwback episode at some point but that's only that's only hook that i think i would have how long is ocarina of time you can do about 30 hours i think mm. i would say but it's been a minute literally maybe if nintendo finally adds some sort of achievement system <laughs> it's never coming i know it's really, never uh, coming yeah yeah. Well, to be fair, I mean, I'll, I'll piggyback on yours, Alex, because I had the Nintendo Direct and the sort of PS State of Play. And basically, I just wanted to say that, you know what, I really enjoyed them both. I, I saw a lot of negativity for both of them. Um, I thought both did exactly what they said on the tin. They both kind of, we knew what we were going to get with either of them. I don't know what people were expecting. Um, Too much. I, well, yeah, you're right. People expect to. We're Spider-Man, you know. Um, you know, where's the new Metroid Prime? Um, but I thought both were really good. Um, we saw a lot of upcoming games, a couple of DLCs on the Switch. I think the Dead Cells Castlevania looks fucking brilliant. By the way, uh, I might have to re-download Dead Cells. Um, obviously, we've got the shadow drop of Metroid Prime Remastered, which obviously had been had been. Um, Long rumoured. Physicals arriving tomorrow. Nice, nice, enjoy. And obviously Tears of the Kingdom, I've got a a big trailer. And there was, for me, there was plenty to really like on the um, the state of play as well. You know, sign-ups on on VR2 for you boys, looks very, very fucking good. Um, Chia obviously coming day and day, as we'd said. I think Goodbye Volcano High looks so fucking good. I'm so excited for that. Um, things like Wayfinder, I thought it looked quite intriguing. I thought I'll sign oh, up for that the beta. Was the, what? I don't know. I know. No, I know. No, I thought no, it looks no. quite. I know. I, I want to see. I want to see what like it is. There's a, there's a beta. I thought you know. I'm not going to be negative. I'm usually too negative about this stuff. Like you're being Alex. Okay. Let's try it was, to be it's not the game. It was a presentation. So you're not. <laughs> I will, you're yeah. not being negative, Tony. Tell us about. Um, Shut up. Tell us about Suicide Squad. Well, well I was going to get to that. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> Holy shit! I have been saying for at least a year this game is going to be utter, utter shit. And you know sometimes when you make predictions, like we do on here, and we get them wrong more often than not, it's good when you get some right. And by fuck, I am so right about this one. It just looks nice. dreadful. Yeah. 
beyond. The, the only compliment I can give it is that visually it looks pretty damn good. I think fidelity wise, yeah, do you know what? Looks pretty stellar. I'm not going to fault it for that, but that's really it. And I'm kind of clutching there because the best bits are the sort of CGI stuff, which you'd expect from a modern day game. Um, it just looks fucking beyond awful. Even um, the even the developers couldn't find any enthusiasm to talk no. about it. Well, the, well obviously the, the lost the game director left last year, didn't he? Um, that kind of fucking tells your story. But it's so it just looks fucking criminally bad. I think the traversal still looks good. No, tra- no, just I mean, floating it- around. It just looks awful, Craig. I pre- appreciate you're you're trying to you know you try to put a bit of positivity in it, but no, no. It's just not. It's it's not what you want. This is from Rocksteady. This is not what anybody who has any affinity <laughs> to Rocksteady wants. I think that's yeah. the biggest issue with this game. Oh, like aye. it's, it's, it's not a Batman game. It's in the Arkhamverse. And when have you ever really in an Arkham story and an Arkham just seen people running about with guns? Mm-hmm. Really, like it doesn't happen very often. Like, yeah. I'm not saying I'm, can, I'm not saying it should be canon to any sort of area of the Arkhamverse, but. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the enemies have always had guns, but not the characters you play as. And I don't know if they're maybe looking at it and going, well, you're playing as the enemy now. But at the same point, like, from what I understand, and I could be wrong here because I could not give less of a fuck about 99% of superheroes and mm-hmm. the Suicide Squad fall under that bracket. But mm-hmm. I don't, are they, they're not really known for using guns, are they? Or are they? I, I, I've, I have no idea. I know one of them's got a fucking boomerang. I think his name's boomerang, which sounds shit. Because so uh, you throw, to be fair, have, if, if they are known for using guns, then people should have seen it coming. But I, I mean, I don't know. I did see the film, sort of, but I was I sort of slept walked through it. I just I can't. Mm-hmm. One of them's a fucking shark. Aye, that was that was part of my sticking point, and I fucking love sharks yeah. as well, but not. No, be a gun. And why does he need a gun if he's got teeth like that? Well, you, you, if someone else has got a fucking gun, it doesn't matter how big your teeth how are. How can you pull the trigger with these fins? <laughs> <laughs> Answers on a postcard, listener. <laughs> what, I, what I would say about the... Now, it's unusual for me to say this, but <laughs> I think the... For the most part, and it's probably just because of the shadow drop, I think the, the Nintendo Direct went down better than the state of play and I agree with you I don't think the state of play was bad I think it went on a bit too long and it certainly dragged at certain points but I was very interested in the VR stuff I think if you if you were someone that wasn't interested in the VR the five VR announcements at the beginning I can understand why you weren't very hot on the state of play Mm -hmm. but I think part of the problem is Sony's own making is that people PlayStation fans have been starved waiting for one of these they're like give us a state of play, give us a showcase we've been hearing Jeff Grubb's been telling us there's a showcase coming for fucking six months where is it, where is it, where is it and Sony were very upfront. they said this is what we're going to show and that's yep. what they did but at the same point I think there's a section of gamers that just saw state of play coming maybe like I mean see if they were going to show Spider-Man 2 they probably wouldn't have said do you know what I mean and like I think yeah. a lot of people are just like like Sony have been acting weird for about eighteen months now. Like they've just their whole sort of modus operandi is just turned on its head. Like, should we have a 
PSVR 2 state of play before it comes out. Nah, let's just stick a fucking headset on Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, what I the like fuck? They were, lit- they were literally, Sharon! they were literally announcing launch day PSVR two games less than forty eight hours before the headset came out. Mm-hmm. Benef- what the sure fuck is going on? And the, the less than twenty four. Right. And there was just, there was one or was two madness. that there was one or two that just appeared. Body combat was just there. It's aye, body combat. That's right. We were we were messaging about that, and you're just like, yeah. this isn't that hard. Just yeah, it won't be for everyone. But put out a fucking half an hour video that's that's a that says state of play, and it gives you a trailer for everything that's coming in launch day. Just do it. What have you got to lose? Do you, do you want to know what my theory is? My theory is is that Sony are trying to play down. Everything while this merger talks going. Oh, that's that's not theory. That's fact. Oh, it's definitely part of it. All right, fuck's sake! I thought I was onto something there. You cunts. That's... Well, that's, that's what I'm thinking. They're playing everything down for that, and that's that's the reason why they don't want to show off everything they've got. And oh, look at us and all of our exclusives and all of our content. Oh, yeah. while they're while they're trying to play the. Please don't take Call of Duty from us. I'm Jim Ryan. And I need Call of Duty. What accent was that? Oh, Jerry, he's, a fuck, he's fucking English. You know, it's an English accent. Is <laughs> English? Yeah. I thought it was Australian. Fuck. fuck. Well, maybe it was, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm Jim Ryan, and please, please don't let them have Activision. We make too much money off Call of Duty, sir. Please, sir, can I have some more money? Because I'm Jim Ryan, and I like money. That's pretty And I like games. Though. I like games. Yeah, so he does. I like new... I like games. Look at me with my controller. I'm a great gamer, me. <laughs> Wild Arms, my... too. My favourite game ever. Look at my cats. You forgot that bit. <laughs> Look at my pussies over here. <laughs> Got <a> ginger one. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Thank God. Right. Where the fuck are we after that? I, I have no idea, man. I have no idea. <laughs> is it, is it, is it your number three? Me. Is it three? Yeah. So I had two down for number three. Uh, I had the importance of charging stations. Wow. Um, but I'm going to go with the complete absence of Starfield news. Because, I mean, this is supposed to be stuff that has happened, but I feel like in not happening this has been almost as big a story. Like, Xbox did that showcase in January, and whether they intended to or not, they made it seem like this special Starfield one was coming straight after. Like, it for, I, I thought there would be a bit of a gap, but a lot of people, as the internet tends to do, seem to think it would come the next week, or it would be two weeks later. We're now, what, six weeks later? We're now into March, and we haven't seen anything that mm, uh, i was probably in your camp there Craig, I, I didn't expect to see anything from starfield until at least mid towards the end of march for it to at least release the end of june and that's still what i expect so you're still thinking it's going to come in june yeah end of june no I, I mean don't be wrong i think the reason we haven't seen the showcase yet is because they're not sure i think they're i think they're really pushing to try and get it out in June. I think I think that's obviously the goal. But I mean, I think I said in this week's podcast, like I fully believe that the Starfield showcase is already recorded. I think it's sitting there. I just think they're waiting to put a date on the end of it. And when they do, that's when it'll go up. I think they go you get that at the end of March, you go into Minecraft Legends coming out in April. 
you then have red the red fall coming out in May. Then you get in, you've got that period of red fall to settle, and then you get Starfield in. I I don't believe you get both games back to back. Yeah, I I, I think Starfield by I think by October we'll have it, but I don't think we see it in June. I think they still think it's going to come in June, or they still hope it's going to come in June, but I don't think it will. Hmm. I think we would have a date, but now I just I go back to it. It was supposed to release in November. Like I, I know people at first were thinking, oh February March, like that. If that got delayed from November to February or March, it was only polishing that was needing done, and that that was not the way they worded it. They said they needed more time to work on the game. Um. I just I, don't be wrong. I'd like. I mean, see if they do announce the date and it is past June. Like, obviously, you're going to have people on in their element absolutely tearing into it. But if it's the best thing for the game, then you need to do it. Like, yeah. if that thing comes out in June and it's a buggy mess, that's way worse than if it comes out in fucking September and it runs like a dream. Um, and there's all these rumours that it's apparently 30 frames a second Don't, and... do not go there do not go there, I... you're going to piss me off if you mention that <laughs> do not go there I cannot have the most anticipated game looking forward to all year running at fucking 30 frames per second I mean that's never been confirmed or denied I know, I know, but please, we need to change the subject I'm going to get fucking annoyed but... <laughs> I swear to god but what I'll, I, what I would... I'll ram my fucking Series X right out the fucking window what I would say though is it's not as if that was a small rumour. It was making the rounds oh, I know. big time. And if I was in charge of Bethesda and my game ran at 60 frames a second and that news story came out, I would have just popped in and just, by the way, it's mm-hmm. 60. What didn't help was Todd, Todd Phillips was interviewed and he, and he didn't exactly say Todd what was he goes, ah, oh, but he... Don't say Todd Phillips. <laughs> that's, that's the dude that made like old school and fucking hangover. <laughs> Todd Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Todd. He, you know, he didn't. He kind of downplayed it. He was like, "Oh, well, yeah. You know, fidelity is kind of more important for us." And oh, really? Mm. Right, Chip. Oh, no, I can't. I cannot deal with that game story. Wait a second. I cannot deal. I cannot deal but with it. I do think we see it by the end of the month. We have to. I mean, it has to be before the end of March. I just. I don't be wrong. Like, I, like I said, I, I didn't expect it the week after the Xbox showcase or anything like that. But the way they worded it, like, it's coming very soon. Like. I did think we'd have had the showcase before the end of February. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's I mean, it's got to come soon. Like, and I do think it'll be one of these, or they announce it on a Tuesday and it comes out on the Thursday or whatever. Like, or um, nah, it's I, too much, too much marketing involved. It's definitely not going to be a shadow. Nah, no, nah, it'll be a big marketing campaign because they need Starfield won't Starfield won't just be a system seller. It'll also be a Game Pass seller. And they need to market the shit out of that game. Yeah, and they will do. You'll be there'll be at least a three month marketing campaign. That's so why if, I think you, you hit you, you hit at the end of this month, and then you just go for it like something in April, May, May, June. Yeah, you need. Yeah, it's going to be a ninety, a 90 certainly a ninety day marketing campaign. I just don't buy that it's that it's June. I think it's too close to Redfall. Mm. We shall see. I mean, we shall see. See the thing is as well, like we're saying end of June, if it does come right at the end of June, like that is enough for, that's enough rope for many people to try and hang it with because that is outside of the 12 month window. Well, we're already oh. going outside that. Ah, no, I mean, that's, yeah, it's already gone outside that. Well, yeah. we think. Oh, it has. Uh, it has. I mean, I, w- I would say it definitely yeah. has, but we don't, I mean, it it, we don't know that it's definitely coming out 
after. That's... But I would say, yeah. I, I think you're looking at probably, <laughs> probably summer for... September. I'm going to say, Forts are struggling for this year. No, I nah. think it makes this year comfortably. Mm. I think mm. that'll be September. I just think it's just outside yeah. that. I thing is, I think... Starfield, sorry, I gotta say, sorry, let's say, let's say start, you've mentioned June, sorry, Starfield wants to avoid June, I think, and wants to avoid Final Fantasy sixteen as well. Does it matter if it's in a different system? Uh, I, yeah, I, I think that you don't want you don't want you don't want two of the biggest games of the year in the same month, head to head. Don't know, because Final Fantasy seems to have alienated quite a lot of people as well as make people happy, so Ah, me. That's all. That, that, that's all you need is Final Fantasy coming maybe, out maybe as a Devil May Cry ripoff, and then Starfield launching at thirty frames a second in the one month. Oh <laughs> my god! The June recap, Donnie will be like, "Can I have two number two? Oh, can I have two man. number ones?" And then, do you know what would make it worse? Is like, that's two of my top three games. Number three being Spider Man Two, and that's shit. Can you imagine my year if that happens? <laughs> Spider Man Two's crap. Spider Man Two is surely going to be underwhelming because I mean, what else can it do? Oh, fuck off. Fuck off, Alex. Spider-Man 2 won't be bad. It might we, get, it could we, get delayed, we, but it's we, not going to get bad. It's not going to be bad. It won't be bad, but it's not going to be anything revolutionary. Fuck off. I won't take your fucking headset and your steering wheel. <laughs> My Joe sense edge. Your edge. So, asshole. just before we move on then, do you think <laughs> Microsoft... I mean, I think the answer's probably pretty clear, but do you think Microsoft regret this whole here's everything that's coming in the next 12 months? No, because it's sold them and it put them in a good light. We all at, at first, but then the two biggest games that they're now they coming. Ah, well, but the thing is, they're still coming this year. And I, you know, I always said this. This is a year of Game Pass. But in the this, future, this do they not say here's the things that are coming next year? Ah, but this I mean, the thing is, we're, is, we're only in March. I ain't even a bit harsh. We're only in March. There's still nine months to go. There's still some huge games to come. Ah, but I mean, I'm just saying that it's they've basically just they've gave people that want to have a go at them a perfect opportunity to do so Aye, by saying Twitter oh 12, 12, 12 months Aye, morons on Twitter though do you know what I mean nah nah fuck it I mean you know I, I mean? think if, if they land if they land Starfield in June and say Forza comes in September it's not the end of the world nah they've still done no yeah, bad yeah yeah they played their hand they showed everything that's coming basically in, in 2023 on the service quote unquote free nah nah they played their hand they went for it if they miss a few things, so be it. I don't know. I just I don't I don't think they'll do that again this year. I think for a company that's had a severe problem getting stuff out in a reasonable amount of time to stand up there and say with Big Phil smug face, here's everything that's coming in twelve months and then the two biggest of those announcements don't come within the twelve months. Well it's fine, they can put Call of Duty in the showcase this year and like look, this is coming. <laughs> oh damn, he went there. <laughs> damn, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, well good say. Moving on. <laughs> okay, Alex, your number two. My number two. This is probably a very personal number two, but I was very happy to see the second expansion announced for Forza Horizon five. Ah. So it's Forza Horizon Rally Adventure, and that made me even happier. I know a lot of people maybe weren't like Rally. I don't want Rally, but I do want Rally. Like I've wanted a good Rally game since Rally want, Sport and Rally, want, rally Sport to, Challenge 1 and 2. Do you want to say Rally again? Yeah, that was like Rally, 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 Rally. rally, rally. Have a good Rally with <laughs> rally, myself. Good rally. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've wanted a good Rally game since Forza. No. Rally Sport Challenge 1 and 2 and the original Xbox, um, which I loved and played to death. Not a dirt fan. 
I like dirt, but it didn't feel dirt didn't feel as rally as this, whereas this is kind of I didn't like dirt. I liked dirt. What was the last one? Five, four, five, I think. I liked five, but it just didn't give me enough of what this seems like it's gonna give me, even right. though it's an expansion. Um, five just felt like arcade, and it felt like they they lost the rally in five, but four felt like it had too much rally. Yeah, not, yeah, I can see that. Not a nice balance. Um, whereas this looks like a good balance. Looks like it's going to be your same old Horizon, um, different twist, biggest DLC they've done in terms of races and stuff that's coming in there. Ten new cars, new things you've never seen in Horizon, like with the rally stuff. So you're going to have like a navigator calling out, like giving you your rally instructions, but from a helicopter chasing you, like right. very Horizon, um kind of customising all your own cars, new car parts, all that fun stuff. Um, Just looks fun, like Horizon should be and always has been. Yep. It's a phenomenal game. Absolutely phenomenal. It's yeah. it's. I've, I've said before, I've but, it's my, but it's my favourite racing game ever. I don't even really like racing games and I fucking love it. Yeah. I've got, I've got a confession. I um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't realise the, uh, the Dirt franchise was the um, after effect of Colin McRae racing, by the way. Yeah. I had no idea. I didn't know that. I was waiting to say. I was waiting to say. Real OGs, no um, Colin McRae from the PlayStation One. Was that ninety eight or something? But I didn't yeah. realize that was dirt. I had no idea. I remember having that in my first PC. Nice, nice. I remember it coming in the big box. Mm-hmm. Nice. No, I mean, this, I, I think this looks good. I won't play much of it. I do like playing Forza Horizon, jumping on if I've got a spare hour. But um, yeah, I, I think if for likes yourselves. Any more content is great. Uh, what's the what's the cost of the DLC? We're thinking about obviously thirty pound expansions earlier, Alex. I think it's part of. I think if you bought, I've already bought it, so I'm not sure. I think it is about twenty quid for the standalone DLC. Did that? Um, sorry, so was that twenty quid that got you the Hot Wheels as well, or is it twenty quid separately? I think this one is twenty quid on its own. I'm sure the upgrade was about thirty pounds for everything at the time. Aye, so and that's that's um, that's where it needs to be these days. Yeah, yeah. Fair dues. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 exactly what I need to to dive back in. It's one of these things where I don't know. There's that many games that I often think about Horizon Five, and I'm like, oh, I'll jump back in, but then you just don't. But I feel like this almost gives you like I don't know, just the sort of impetus for something new gives you that reason to jump back in. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to getting back to it because I it's just absolutely brilliant game. Yeah. Brilliant. March 29th. I don't think I actually said the date. March 29th. So not long till it comes out. Aye. So, I mean, that's... Again, you add that in, and then let's just say, go back to Starfield, is in June. You're starting to bottleneck. End, that's end of March. So you're going to call that April, really, and then and Redfall. And then, it's starting to... Yeah. That's starting to get a bit tight for stuff there. I mean, by the time you get to the end of the year, then you'll have Hellblade 2, and you'll have all there's these no other things that are going to come. There's no chance that's no chance that sees this year. Oh, I think it will. I think there's a chance. I'll go in the middle nah. of the two of you. Nah. I think there's a chance. That's going to be this holiday game. I'll be, tell you what, it'd be, it'd be, again, with the shadow drop, it'd be good if they went, here's Hellblade 2. By the way, it comes out next week. Fuck, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. It's, we'll definitely see that at the showcase. It's worrying how quiet they've been about it. Well, there was stuff, stuff came out today, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. I just, I, it's it's taken so long, and don't get me wrong, like it, it, I can understand why that happens because they the original they make the game, they think they've got something special, but they're not totally sure. It becomes a complete kind of indie hit, 
and then I think following up on that with a bigger budget is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like there wasn't much expectation with the first one, but everyone that played the first one really enjoyed it, and then they're now trying to sort of... I mean, don't we know when you played Hellblade, it felt AAA, but it was an, and technically sort of like an indie game, but I think now it's yeah. trying to make that leap to be this sort of bigger experience almost. And I, just, I don't I mean, I don't know. I mean, they're a talented team. I'm sure they can pull it off, but I think it's also quite a difficult thing to do. And I think that is why it's taken so long. Mm. Still need to play the first one. It's good. Oh, yeah, it's, it's download. I've got it. I've downloaded it. It's on It's on my, my Series X through Game Pass, but I've never just had the time just to sit and actually play it. Not a long game. No. I, I genuinely would argue it's a 7 out of 10 without the audio. Like, but I think... Oh, the audio makes it. Aye. Like, I, that almost sounds like I'm slagging it, and I'm not. I think it's a good game, but it's not great. But the audio is so fucking superb that that brings it up to about a 9. Like, it's it's, <laughs> it's the, the most combat's impressive. combat's not great? No, it's no, not. It's a bit, is it a bit jank? It's just... No, I don't know. It's just not... There's nothing special about the game, I don't think, other than... The fuck! It, it's honestly the best audio design probably I've ever seen in the game. Maybe oh. that Tetris effect. Superb. It's just it, it absolutely it transforms it. Mm-hmm. And it's an nice. absolute you must spare headphones. Yeah, aye. must. Nice. Fair enough. Yep. Good to know. So is that me, my number two now? It's me. Yeah. It's me. Uh, my number two, I suppose. It's more of a question, and it's the question is. Are live service slash games as service struggling? Um, it's been a pretty rough start to the year for the uh, the new darlings of gaming, the old GAS titles. You know, every man and his dog wants a piece of this action because everyone wants to make the new Fortnite. I get it. We understand it. Sony themselves have got 10 of these things in development and we all know that eight are going to fall on their arse. Ubisoft have got a big, big focus on it at their, at their last financials mentioned about this is their sort of focus long term as well. But the start of this year has been rough. You know, already cancelled, we've seen Apex Legends Mobile, uh, Marvel's Avengers, LOL, uh, Battlefield Mobile, Crime Site, Crossfire X, Dragon Quest, uh, Echo VR, Knockout City, Rumbleverse and Back for Blood. I mean, it might as well be, obviously there's no new content coming out for it. That's And, and by the way, there, there's more than just that. that that's just a, a, a vague list of these sort of types of games that have that have been panned and, and going this year. So I suppose the question is, is it are these types of games struggling or is there just too many shit ones? Is it the fact that no no th- these games aren't struggling if they're fucking good? So that's about I don't kinda of know that that's kind of the question for you boys. There you go. I don't think it matters if they're good. No. It doesn't I like don't get me wrong, some of those that you mentioned have been shit, but I think the problem. Most of them the, are shit. The problem know. is that a lot of the people, like there's so many people, even people I know, that they have a console for Fortnite. That's all they mm-hmm. play, and you, or Destiny I, or whatever. Yeah, you could release another version of Fortnite that's fifteen times as good, and they would not give a flying fuck because they <laughs> are invested in Fortnite. They have spent yeah. years buying Fortnite skins. And they are all their friends are there, and these people are not leaving. It doesn't matter. Like everyone's like, "Oh, we need to be the next Fortnite," and I just that's like trying. It's at this point, it's like trying to overthrow Call of Duty. You're just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's like people are far too invested in the ones that they enjoy and have spent that time and invested their time, their money, and you're not going to shift them. And but, they are the people that you need to shift them with these games. But it's not because the, the overall majority of people do not play a live service game. The vast majority of gamers don't play them. So your target market isn't the ones that are already playing Fortnite. It's the ones like me, you, you, that aren't playing and every member of our Discord, apart from Rich, who's deep into Destiny. None of us, not one of our group, you could say, play a live service game. That's the market. I'm not sure that is the market, though, because I feel like if if you are the type of person that's going to play a live service game, you're already playing it. But you're waiting for the right one, though. I would see the right one came along. I'm not. I you, just you say that. I always bring it back to factions. See if factions is a spectacular um, live service game that will attract people. That's just one example. By I'm just using that because there'll be no least we know that one that is coming. Right, I'm. I'm not saying it's not possible. It is possible, but like factions could be the best live service game ever. I will not stick with it. I will play it that. and then I'll move you on. Say that I just won't. Yeah. I like new experiences. I I I come to gaming because I want new stories, new games. Like the main driving point for me in games is the narrative, and I'm, yeah, I'm always going to want have, different but games. You can have. But I know. I know. Anything is you can play both. It's not as if people just. Well, I know some do, but you know, Rich doesn't play Destiny twenty four seven. Yeah, he plays other games as well. You know, so you can have a mix. But I wasn't. You know. But, um, Shoot me down in fucking two years, fine. No, I, I, I can I, <laughs> I couldn't imagine anything worse than sitting playing the same game every night. But you don't need to play the same game every night with if, if you're investing in live service. Ah, you could but, play but a lot of those week. people do. I know yeah. I listen, I know some do. I get that. I get the market. But again, you're talking about the smaller end of the spec of the gaming spectrum. But the other ones that spend the money. Yeah, the that, that's that the whales, isn't it? Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah, again, it. it just seems like you know there's there's so much focus on this style of game now. Everyone's getting in on it, and you're just seeing failure after failure after failure. There's too much money involved for people not to try. Yeah, I think that's I think the problem. St- and and that's probably Suicide Squad's downfall straight away. <laughs> God. Well, the Suicide thing is, Squad. when Suicide Squad started getting made, that that was a good idea, and they've taken so long with it that yeah. it's now at the point where it's not a good idea. And yeah. like I think that game could have easily been out two years ago, but I think they probably I think Rocksteady are smart enough to have seen the writing on the wall and went, ah oh, fuck. And I think when the game comes out, you'll see like that it's not necessarily a full on live service game. It's got the remnants of that. And I think they've mm-hmm. spent probably the last twelve, eighteen months trying to strip as much of it out as possible, but you can't redo the game. Yeah. Like I, I think in twenty fifteen when they would have went into pre production with us, I think they were probably ahead of the curve trying to get a live service game out. But in twenty twenty three it's it's a fucking different the ball game. Ten a penny, man, yeah. And see just before we move on, just I I I don't mean to dunk on any game in particular, but fucking Rumbleverse. <laughs> I, I played it a wee bit. I mean I was like Battle Royale wrestling, I'd give that a go. It wasn't terrible. It was alright. But yeah. fucking hell, they spent years making that thing. They delayed it for like six, seven months, and the game was out for six months, and they fucking turned the servers off. It got a delay for longer than it was out. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. What the fuck, man? They oh. gave everybody their money back. That was fair enough. That's, it, yeah, that was that was decent, Epic, because they didn't have to do that, but. 
Aye. If it wasn't, if it wasn't the fact that it was epic, it, nobody fucking would have, man. That's that's an hours an hours profit on Fortnite they've Aye. given away. <laughs> you know, they're not giving a fuck. Aye. For epic. Imagine how. Sorry, go. Sorry, I was just going to say, imagine how disheartened those developers are, though. Ah, no. But the thing is, is that again, you know, you, you know, I, I, I'm not suggesting that every developer developing every game is sat developing his dream game at his dream job. A job's a job. And a lot of these developers obviously are contractors. They come in for two years, three years, five years. You know, but you're right. You could be a guy sitting there going, fuck's sake, I actually was passionate about this and, and, it, and, it's, and it's a laughing stock. Or you'll get guys that were just contracted going, yeah, fuck it. They're already working on the next game, which they hope's not a fucking another live service game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Okay, so my number two is Hogwarts Legacy. A pretty good game. A pretty good game. Fucking fantastic game. Yeah, I think obviously some small technical issues aside, it's it's a it's a really good fucking effort. I think it's. I don't know. It's on the very high end of what I think we could have expected from this. Like, I think even probably the most, like, take Ryan, for instance, on Discord. Like, I mean, he was, he's been, he's been on the Game of the Year train for about a a year for this already. But I Mm -hmm. think even he would probably concede that it's met and exceeded his, his, his expectations. Um, and I just, I think it's, I've, it's a, I'm, I'm stunned. I'm honestly stunned. Um, like I say, technical issues aside, uh, I, I don't think the fact that the Series X and the PS5 can load in real time bodes well for the versions that are still to come. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't if it wasn't for the fact that they're clearly going to make a lot of money out of it, you would cancel. I mean, the X. Imagine that on the OG Xbox One. Like and the fucking the, the, the fucking switch is laughable. I'm I'm still convinced the switch will end up being a uh, a streamable Can, version. I know they've said it would not be, man. but it needs to be a streamable version. But... Just just bin it, man. Just bin it. You've, you've sold you've sold twelve million copies already. Just fucking bin it, man. Just get that. Maybe it's coming fuck. to the super switch, and we just <laughs> the super switch, baby. Packed in. Like You've you, you've stole you've stole my thunder, Craig, because Hogwarts Legacy was my number one, and uh, so I'm I'm completely on on the same uh, level of thought as you. I absolutely fucking loved this game. I was all in on the first launch video. I just thought it, I I thought what they presented was great. I like the fact that they played their hand, like they literally showed everything that you're going to get in this game. They didn't, they didn't hold anything back for later on. They went, you know, they wanted to they wanted to market this at a hundred mile an hour from the start. And I thought they did a cracking job. And the game is just, it's brilliant. The the characters are all authentic. They are, they, they kind of, the, the mocap and the animations, the voice acting behind it are brilliant. The storyline is decent. It's, it's not, it's nothing spectacular. But where it actually shines is the side quests. And there's one in particular with a lad called Sebastian. And basically, it, 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 all the side quests take place over the course of the game. There's maybe sort of five or six particular missions in the side quest and in it the young lad his his twin sister is has been cursed and she's dying and and it's about his the way you kind of you you work with sebastian he's trying to figure out ways to save her how to get rid of this curse and how to help her and kind of his descent into what he'll do and the lengths he'll go to 
to help her. And it's clearly a metaphor for cancer. It's a cracking little storyline that a lot of people are praising. So I, did, I really did respect that. Um, I, I got the platinum on it. Good, a little bit grindy for those that are chasing it. But it was still fun nonetheless. Um, it's an easy 8.5 out of 10 scoreline for me. Um, if you're a Harry Potter fan, I'm sure it's well in the 9s. Probably even a 10 out of 10 for you. But even me as, as a non-Potter fan, 8.5, fantastic game. Yeah, it is. It's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it does no right to be as good as that, by the way, because it's a you know. Let's be honest here. How many licensed games are that good? There's more. There's more shit ones than non. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's <laughs> Suicide Suicide Squad. Looking at you, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> and I think it's it's interesting as well, like how quickly like they've turned around. They've turned around and greenlit a TV show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an interesting move when you create your character. I mean, obviously they can use the characters from the world. Um, yeah. But it's, I don't know. It's, it's One, it was very fast for them to do it. And two, I don't know, you, you don't usually see that in games where you create your character. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. usually like when they've got a set character that can be based yeah. off that person. Yeah. Um, I suppose they've created the world for it. I mean, I'm a bit behind you guys. I've only still only played a couple of hours of it, I didn't get it quite at launch. It was a wee bit later, and then I've just not, I've not found that time to spend on it yet. But what I have played, I've really enjoyed, it and I can see where you guys are coming from. And I want to, might yeah. actually after this turn it on tonight and have a wee yeah. night off of my number one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm glad it's done well. And as you say, it didn't have the right to be this good. But mm-hmm. I think it's nice for the developers, if nothing else, that it's getting the good reception and people are enjoying it. Yeah, and. See when you get your broomstick, man. It's see riding that broomstick is so much fucking fun. It feels excellent. I, I never thought I would enjoy that so much. And it's a, and it, to be fair, it does make me a little bit. It is a bit of a shame that given how good being on the broomstick is, they couldn't get Quidditch to work. I understand. I understand why. Um, to be fair, at no point in the games I think, oh, do you know what? This is shit. There's no Quidditch. It's just a shame because it's so much fun on the broomstick. It's a shame they couldn't get it to work. But listen, that's a fucking that's a minor minor point in my eyes. The storyline is your characters, the world building, and everything else that goes with it. And the combat is fucking brilliant as well. The sort of chained combos you can make with different magics. Um, really, really stellar stuff. Yeah, the the only real issue I have with it so far, and it's not even an issue to be fair, I just I just thought it was a little bit strange, and maybe this, I mean again, I'm only seven, eight hours in, so it could change going forward, but there's loads of instances where you are talking to another character, and you'll maybe have an option of two different things to say, and yeah. I don't, like a lot of the time it just doesn't fucking matter. Like oh. even if one of them was like I don't at first I sort of thought that you would be able to be nice or a bit of a dickhead, yeah. But it's not even really that. Like because I, I mean usually I sort of default to be nice in these sort of games, but I was like, there's no sort of so far anyway for me. There's no edge to it. Like even yeah. when you even other people in other houses you beat them at something and they're like oh jolly good show and you're like can you not just be annoyed that I've just fucking <laughs> I've just fucking pumped you and fucking pulling balls forward or whatever like I've just beat you Ooh, matron can you not just like nobody seems angry about fucking anything it's a nice game Craig do you want me do you, do you want me just to, to drop a spoiler or will I not not okay 
Okay, I won't drop a spoiler. But I'm guessing the second half now everyone's just a complete cunt. It's it's not that it's <laughs> you're it's not even a story spoiler. Well, I suppose in a way it is. No, what you're getting at is is something that 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 someone else agrees with. All right, okay. I, I'm not going to spoil it. Right, but you're onto something. That's all I'll say. What, what I, just what I would say is like with a lot of the the times it has come up and it's gave me the two options. It's I mean it's it's not a massive issue by any means, but I'm just like you would have been better just having your character respond with whatever the devs thought. Because yeah. you're giving me two options here, and it doesn't fucking matter, and I'm basically yeah. just saying the same thing in two different ways. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm like you, I'm not even a Harry Potter fan, and like, I don't know, just walking about the world, it's so immersive. Like what I'm, like I said, I'm. Jess is actually uh, playing it on the game, sir, upstairs just now. But I can see it on oh, the, yeah. I can see it on the TV, and she's just walking about Hogsmeade just now, and it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's magical. It oh, really it's is brilliant. See, when you get to the winter um, semester f- and all the snow, Hogsmeade is even nicer. It's fucking so good. Yeah. yeah. There was one point in that game, I kid you not, that I was out, you know, around the world so much. I estimated it had been a best part of 10 hours since I last stepped foot inside Hogwarts. You're lucky you didn't get expelled. <laughs> That is one of the negative. Probably expelled for behaviour of being in the school. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I burnt the fucking place down with my skills. (laughs) Fireball everywhere. (laughs) Jim Ryan, here's my fireball. (laughs) 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 Okay, so that. Drum roll. You stole my number one. Since I've pipped you to your number one, and according to my notes here, me and Alex share a number one. So. Alex, would you like to take away what is the biggest talking point of February 2023? I mean, it could only be one or two, I guess. Is it the merger uh, talk again? Oh, no, 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 no. Way better than that. Oh, am I going to have to mute my mic here and sit in silence? Don't know. If you still had your charging talk, you might have been, might have been able to stroke it. But yeah, um, so unsurprisingly, Craig, no one will be surprised to hear us say PSVR 2 is both of our number ones for the month, isn't it? It is. It is indeed. It's finally what, here. What, a, a week or so now that we've had? I think it's been... Um, yeah, just, spent, just over Spent it. a lot of time in virtual reality and I've not regretted a second. It's been great. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Dig it, aye. Aye. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, no, I'd, I would echo that. Um, yeah, I, I, I was looking forward to it, but I also did have that sort of thing in my head where, I don't know, I, I spent a lot of time with the first PSVR and I got rid of it about a year ago Um because I had the Quest 2, I spent quite a lot of time on that, and so I was a little bit concerned that, like, I don't know, I was seeing previews and people were like, oh, it's really impressive, it's really impressive, but I was like, is it, am I going to feel that? Am I going to get that impressiveness from coming from the Quest 2, or will it just be, ah, it's a wee bit of a step up, but it's not, it's, it's, it's not worlds apart, and, like, see, to be honest, actually, it's not worlds apart, but it's impressive enough that it's so fucking cool like and a lot of that is to do with the software like horizon uh call of the mountain and gran turismo 7 are just fucking exceptional in vr um yeah gran turismo in particular like just that feeling 
and the car is just unreal. Like, actually, I never thought I'd ever see the day I'd play a game where I used my mirrors like I do when I'm driving. <laughs> it, it's just weird. Like, you're just, you are turning your head, you're looking in that rearview mirror, you're just watching it, you're really watching for that apex of the corner. Um, it is it's the most immersive I think you can potentially get, other than, well, I don't know, what would really add to it there, to be fair? Um, it's just so good. A seat with haptic feedback, maybe. Mm. Ooh, that sounds like a fucking sex swing. Yeah. That's probably the only thing you're missing, Alex, with the the, the steering wheel and the <laughs> pedals and stuff like that. You're just, you're just giving me ideas. I, I mean, you'll be you'll be down the junkyard getting the Shelly a car. Uh, give me a week. <laughs> 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 I've got. I'll just. I'll be cutting out my garage and I'll just have it all set up down there for the. There's so many jokes, so little time. That's the thing. See, my father-in-law, he, uh, back for the PlayStation 2, Colin McRae, he's right into his rallies. He builds rally cars and restores them. And he, for the PlayStation 2 version of Colin McRae, went and got like a proper bucket seat from a rally car, a steer- mounted it all on a steering wheel, pedals, gear stick, the lot. Uh, and he had this all hooked up. And... Um, um, he, he stays up your neck of the woods, Donnie, but when, next time he comes down, uh, I'm putting him straight into that PSVR 2, and I, I'm hoping he's impressed enough that he gets to work on a project for me. <laughs> Get him to do what you want to. <laughs> Aye. Uh, because, yeah, I just... I, I, I've never really been interested in like the likes of like, the peripherals, like a steering wheel and stuff like that, because I'm not really that into racing games, but with that headset, I'm now like, yeah, I need I need to see how far I can take this. I need to go even further. And it's it's so fucking cool. It I really feel is. like I want a drum, a drum kit to go with drums rock and stuff. And like, I feel like, I, I definitely feel like I'm hitting the drums. Um, yeah. look like an absolute dick when you see it coming back <laughs> on video. But um the same and like just so the games are just they're the nice little experiences that you expect from that i'm like i don't want a game in vr that i'm going to be in that game for 40 hours like no you don't want that you want half an hour in there that you make enough progress that you're happy to put it down come back to and it's definitely like that but and i think we've said this before that it's it's a little bit it's it's not going to become your core gaming but it's going to complement your core gaming yeah that's what it's there for um and i'm quite happy with that uh, I've, I, w- I was worried as you said as well Craig like, I think from that bad experience I had with PSVR 1 and I'm a bit like is this going to be what I want it to be and I had that fear like particularly like, the couple of days before it was coming I was totally like I'm, I'm not going to be disappointed I'm not going to be disappointed and thankfully I'm no way shape or form disappointed but there was that little element of fear and that's probably what makes it even better because you did have that and you were a bit like, oh, is it going to live up to expectation? And then when it does, it feels even better. It does, I. <laughs> does it, I? Don't worry, Donnie, you'll, you'll join us in 2023 soon. Yeah, you just you just get your fingers in those wee charging ports and see, see if that um, gives you a buzz. I'm just sitting here. Yeah. Yeah, jokes in, boys. We just we just need to yeah, hope jokes. that the the momentum continues. And I think I've I've said this numerous times, but I, I think the key to it is, I think Sony need to try and make like for I think they should do first party stuff, but it needs to be like some of the the sort of negatives against Horizon, where oh well, it's not an open world Horizon game. Like you said, it shouldn't be an open world Horizon game. No. That sounds fucking awful. 
VR is better in shorter experiences, and if they turn like what advantage does Sony have to turn around to Guerrilla and go go and make a forty hour VR only Horizon game? They would lose their fucking ass on it because it doesn't have the install base. And if they do that, they'll not see a return and they'll give up. Like I said this before, but it's it's been proven that it's not that difficult to add VR modes into games. And I think they should focus more on that mm-hmm. because then they can make the money off regular gamers, but they can also give that bit of extra for VR owners, and they're not going to see like a, a, a they're not going to be in the red for it. And hopefully, they'll continue to build it. Like VR is going to be a niche product for probably the foreseeable. I mean, think of the think of the opportunities you have putting some sort of VR mode into Spider Man Two. Yeah. I mean, you probably spew all over the place, oh, but imagine. Uh, I mean, you could even just from the web slinging perspective, like you could easily do some sort of target practice type thing with a web slinger. Like, there's so many easy wins you've got there in the games that you've got. It doesn't need to be, as you say, a huge game. You just need something like, oh, I'm a bit fed up doing this whole open world. Oh, I'm going to go and spend an hour doing this bit of it on my VR. Like, that's what you want. Yeah. Yep, totally. Like, I mean, even I know they're not going to do things like this, but like, it's so like one of the things about Horizon is you maybe wouldn't know like see it from this aspect, Alex, since you haven't really played the the core games. But like, I was talking to Chris about it as someone who's a huge Horizon fan, and it's it's the feeling of just being in that world that you know yeah. and love. And so, see if they were to go back, like, I mean, there's literally single people going in and making entire games VR enabled on PC. Like you can play Doom Eternal in VR on PC. One guy made that mod. Like it's not like I'm not saying it's easy, but a team, a talented team, can turn that over pretty quickly. And so I'm not saying make the full games VR or anything like that, but see the likes of I don't know, see at the beginning of Last of Us Two, when you're going around as Ellie, if you could just explore that one area in VR, I'd pay a tenner for that. I'd pay £15 for that to experience that. Like, it doesn't need to be the whole game. You can give people experiences in worlds for small add-ons or for DLC. I remember back in the PSVR 1, there was a Tomb Raider DLC they released, and it was like, it was supposed to be some sort of almost horror take, but you could walk around Croft Manor in VR, and I was like, this is cool as fuck. And it was nothing much to the gameplay, but I was able to walk around in VR in fucking the world of Tomb Raider, and that was enough. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I I, I want to see them them do that. I think there's lots of little wins that they can pick up, and certainly after launch now, the early sort of I don't know next two to three months, they're looking good with Switch back and with mm-hmm. Walking Dead still to come. There's and then because you're getting the first one as well, aren't you? So you're getting yeah. Saints and Sinners and Part Two. Um, so yeah, the, certainly the next couple of months look good. We just need them to keep the momentum going. It com- and it kind of comes back down. You do hope that, that we are suffering from this whole Sony keeping everything close to their chest and just not willing to announce anything. Um, but you hope then when we get to the summer and we finally get this showcase that there is VR in there. There needs to be. Mm-hmm. I think there will be. Yeah. yeah. We need Astro. Yeah. That's that's an easy that's an easy one. 
That'll be the that'll be that'll be the big one. Yeah, it's that'll yeah. be a big one. I think. Ah, they're, they're not going to cut bait with it for at least a year. Um, so I think we should we should have some plenty of good stuff coming up. I would imagine. But again, like given how I was going to say easy, it's not easy. None of this is easy. But given how doable it is, like Astro's Playroom should have been available as a VR update day one. Or rescue mission. Aye, mm-hmm. I I still feel like the next Astrobot game, it's like rescue mission is going to be like a pre-order bonus for it or something. It's the only thing that makes sense. But then at the same point, Sony have been doing some stuff that don't make sense. So maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to judge. Mm-hmm. A question for you both then. You know, like I'm I'm looking at like PSVR two and the number of launch titles that are what's available right now. And it's a pretty extensive list. What what do you think, or what's your opinion of people that say the launch you know, the, the launch titles is shit, or it's low, or it's lacking? What's your two opinions on that? I take? think, did we speak about this, Craig? I've certainly spoken about it, and I think from my perspective, I think the launch titles are great, but that's me coming into yeah. new to VR. So I've never played it on an mm-hmm. Oculus, I've never played any PSVR 1. Like, everything to me is new. So I have no qualms, like I'm quite happy, but I could probably understand the arguments in the other side, where if this was people picking up a VR, wasn't picking up VR for the first time and had played Oculus or had played VR1, but then I'm not sure that would make people have done the upgrade into VR2. It's it's hard hard to see. So I think from my perspective, I'm quite happy, but I can see and understand the argument. For for me, I think there's enough there, even coming from Oculus. Um, obviously, there is certain games like Tetris Effect, Swordsman, and some others that I moss that I have played already, and so I'm just sort of playing a slightly better version of them. But at the same point, like Horizon's new, yeah. GT7's new, uh, Resident Evil Eight is new. Like that's three pretty big launch titles. Like yeah. I mean, yeah. That would th- those three titles there. That's that would almost be decent for a console launch. Resident Evil Eight, a, a top class <laughs> racing game, and then one of your pil- your first party pillars in Horizon. Yeah, like uh, playing Devil's Advocate here is that I said the same when when the P- P- when the PS Plus new launch happened, you know, last year, and the sort of classics catalog, and there was you know it was fucking numerous amounts of games on there. Enough games if you started from the beginning. And got to the end, it would take you fucking two years probably. And there's people saying, oh, there's not enough, there's not enough, there's only this, where's this? There's fucking two years worth of games there. What fucking more do you want? And I feel like with VR, or PSVR 2, because you need the PlayStation 5 as well, so because obviously it's a a peripheral effectively, you've still got all the games you want to play on the the PS5 as well as VR 2. You don't don't need the same volume because you're never going to play VR 2 every day from now until... August and miss out on playing that release, that release, miss out on Jedi, miss out on that. It's never going to be a main product. It's going to it's it's an accompaniment effectively. So I don't think you need the same volume as you would a console. I would agree anyway, with that. like I, no. yeah, I should be playing Devil's Advocate. You know what I mean? Bought PSVR day one, but Oculus pretty close to launch. Like I can go a month without playing VR. But I know it's there yeah. when I want to play it, and when I do play it, I love it. 
and that's worth it for me. And to yeah. some people, if they're not playing it every day, it won't be worth it, and that's fine. So that's a decision mm-hmm. you have to make in yourself. But yeah. for me, it is worth it, and there's yep. enough experiences that come that I just I, I can't sort of equate it to anything else. But VR is the only like people say, oh, it's just a it's just a fad. It's just this. It's just that. Even now, like so, I've been. PSVR came out, what, 2017, 2016? It was 2016. Um, and it's been at least six years, right? Say six years, just for argument's sake. Every time I put the headset on, even today, I'm like, wow. And I just, it's never went away. The wow factor for me has never went away. And so sometimes I will go four weeks, six weeks without playing it. But then something comes along and I want to revisit something and I put it on and I'm just stunned all over again. And to me, that's yeah. that's more than worth it. I completely agree because I think it's, I can already see myself like Tetris Effect was one of those games that would be my go-to game if I didn't really want to play anything. I just wanted to sit and that'll now be in VR. You play yeah. something for half an so hour, yeah. put the headset yeah. on, and, I mean, there's no experience quite like that. Yeah. I think it's it's almost a religious experience getting in and playing Tetris Effect in VR. <laughs> it's, um, oh, it's so good. Yeah, ridiculously it's, good. As I, I, as I, 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 I really, as you've just you, not you, experienced, you've not lived until you've had, had that you headset on. You experience it, Donnie. Aye. <laughs> Well, to be fair, Dave in the comments agrees with you both. PSVR 2 was the real highlight for him. Horizon is unreal and he can't get enough of NFL Pro Era. Pro? Pro Era? NFL Pro I the demo for that download. Era. I haven't tried it yet. I've heard good things, so. Mm, apart, uh, so Yeah, so have I as yeah, well, yeah. Looks quite good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, not so Tinder Baz now. Um, is the Elden Ring DLC too late? Given the DLC of all Dark Souls games were integrated to the world, man, you had to replay a huge portion of it to even get into it. I hope you can just go straight into an Elden Ring. No intention of playing all that again. Now, I'm assuming it's a standalone expansion that you It'll can just It'll need to be in. given the, the time from the original launch, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. Don't see that being well, you, as, as someone who complete, you got the platinum, Donny, Alex, you completed the game. Would you? Yep. Are you interested in jumping back in for DLC? No, I am. I am. Yeah, nope, sorry, Alex, did you say no? I've had, I've had my fill. No, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it, and um, particularly if it's got trophies, which I'm assuming it will, just to keep that hundred percent up. But um, I've no interest in doing like a new game plus again. But certainly, yeah, I'll, I'll play the expansion, depending on what else comes out round about it and what type. I might not play it bang on launch, but no matter what, going back into that game after a year or so, going to have to play it for a few hours because muscle memory is so fucking important. Yeah, that's true. That That is, um, I mean, don't be wrong, yeah. like I'm sort of slowly working my way through it, but I mean, I'm spending way longer on each boss because I'm having to get my reflexes back each time. Yeah, it's yeah. all about muscle memory, man. No, I can definitely see that. That's a problem with with. Yeah, yeah. Um, not so slim shady. Squinny said, um, "Cancelling his PSVR two order, but still receiving the charging station. There could be nothing else better." <laughs> I don't know who he's talking don't know, about. Can that, I one. that could have been. Um, yeah. Well, I suppose Hogwarts Legacy is a little bit good. Yes, you're right, my good friend Squinny. 
Hogwarts Legacy is a little bit good. Graham's asked us, um, how do you all think February 2023 stacked up against 2022? Um, hard to yeah. beat last year with, with Horizon and Elden Ring, isn't it? I don't it? feel so... it's quite been as stacked. I think there's been good games in there, but I, I definitely felt I felt going into February it was going to be more stacked than it actually ended up feeling. Yeah, I think as well, yeah. we'll, we'll ask... February, I mean, obviously it didn't have quite the splash that it wanted to, but you had a lot of things kind of spread out. So you had like Sifu and then like Dying Light 2 and then... Um, oh, fuck. So they were yeah, all like one week, then the next week, then the next week, then the next week. Whereas with this month, it was, don't we know, it was a stacked month, but you had like all the VR stuff dropping on one day. So it just felt like one event rather than yeah. if Call of the Mountain yeah. had released on the second of February, but Gran Turismo Seven had been the fucking twentieth or something. Do you know what I mean? So I think that maybe yeah. played a part as well. Yeah, agreed. Definitely. Yeah, he also said his most notable moment was how shit State of Play was. Well, I disagree with you there, mate. But never mind, you know. <laughs> and he's asked in big capital letters, Craig, you'll like this one. Where is Starfield? Yep, Alex has got the scoop. Ah, don't go for it. Was, it was the last. It was. It was Jeff. It was the last uh, bit of info he got before he went full pony. Yeah, I mean, it was. You know how he was touring <laughs> the studios in the UK this week when he came. He came up to see me when he was yeah. finished. So, Try and win you back over. He came in your bedroom, did he? Yeah. So I just put down that Jules sense edge. Heels. Heels. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should see, but he's promised me. I just can't. Really, I just can't. <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> to be fair, he's got more face than the town clock. What he's promised you, he'll change his mind next month anyway. <laughs> in fact, Donny, I seem to remember getting a message from you this morning. You were wanting to, it's not it's not been in your top five list, but you were wanting to bash Hi Fi oh, Rush. I was not wanting to bash Hi Fi Rush and it's fantastic two million you, I think I users. seem to remember you sending a message saying, Oh, that's getting mentioned tonight. Well, I assumed that Alex would have mentioned it, so but not happy with Hi Fi Rush? I think 2 million users is pretty fucking poor yeah that's nothing to celebrate at all look I mean it's it's certainly not that's... a massive amount but I, I don't know that it's just an Xbox thing at the same point as well like because I was I was wondering like I, I looked it up and like I mean on the surface you're like right there's what according to Sony there's 29 million Game Pass subscribers, according to Microsoft, it's closer to 25. Uh, in typical mm-hmm. Microsoft fashion, they will not give you a straight answer on subscribers. But 2 million playing that, you would you would like to think that more would have checked it out, but I think it's maybe more a subscription problem than a Hi-Fi Rush problem. Like, just for comparison, like, I looked up Stray. Now, Stray was available day one on PlayStation Plus. It said 4 million mm-hmm. players. And it's been out since yeah. July. Like, mm-hmm. Hi-Fi Rush has been out a month. So, like, yeah. I, and PlayStation Plus has got 46 million subscribers. So I think, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know if it's a case of, like, do you think there is something to, because it was just handed to you? You were like, ah, maybe later. Do, I don't know, do you know what I mean? Like... It's- no, I, I I just think it's just when it when it launched, and I get the fact that people who have played it really like it, and that's great. But 
I think it's the fact that I, I do sometimes feel that if, if you only have an Xbox, if that's all you have, you're, you're kind of, you've been so starved of games that anything that comes out is the best game ever. We saw it with, 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 with Vampire Survivor, which I loved. I've got 20, nearly 20 hours in Vampire Survivor. That was a, that's a great game. But people were acting like it was the best thing ever because it was kind of all you had. And the, the fanfare, particularly on Twitter about Hi-Fi Rush, you know, people, oh, game of the year, game of the year, it's the best thing ever, it's the greatest thing ever. Two million people, is that it? I, was, I, I expected to see a hell of a lot more than that. I, I, I mean, Stray was up for game of the year, and it's only had four million. Uh, but I, I'm, I, to be fair, I'm, I wasn't waxing lyrical about the stray numbers, though, and, and that's, you know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not comparing them in any way. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I think I think two I think two's low considering you've got Steam because that's two million that includes Steam sales and everything else as well and Game Pass numbers in a in a quiet January in a game that can be can be completed in eight hours. It does feel two million is low. Uh, I mean, it, I think it does, I, I, it does feel low, but I just I think you could throw the exact same uh, thing at Stray, a game that can be a game that's got a speedrun trophy mm-hmm. for under two hours. It was also on PC, was it not? Mm-hmm. It was on. It yeah. was on Steam, like. I don't know. I just it does. My initial reaction was, "Holy fuck, that is a low number. That is a really low number." But I just yeah. I wonder if it is more in line with other things than we think. It's also one of those art styles mm-hmm. that a lot of people are just not going to touch it because of how it looks. Which interestingly was one of the reasons why I did touch it. Yeah, no, it was one of the reasons why I liked it as well. <laughs> I know visually yeah. it looks great. It's I know like, yeah. it's almost like a comic book yeah. come to life. Like I thought it looked really good. Yeah. Again, it's, it's it's one I'd like to get back to, but fuck me, how many games are there? Like, if everybody could just stop releasing stuff for a year, that'd be great. <laughs> if I if I had any sort of rhythm at all, I'd probably enjoy it. But I, mean, I was just well, you fucking just had terrible all the assists. It's fine. I know, but I don't oh, like Craig. You can mode. do even better than Craig mode. Oh. There's so many good assists in there. Is there actually? Because that was my worry. I I, yes. I got maybe forty five minutes there in. Is, and I was yeah. doing well. According to the the guy, but I was like, the wheels are going to come off here because I'm right. like you, Tony. I was like, I do not have the fucking <laughs> rhythm for this. I'm like, sh- what? What? Hit now? What the? What well, the? There's logic can oh turn on, God. and there's bits where you can see right, like you don't need to hit the right buttons, and you don't need to do this, you don't need to do that. You just need to like, because ah, uh, for fuck. You just I will. I will say I did almost. get to a point where I had to like do something to open a door, and I was there for about fifteen minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this door? <laughs> Yeah, so it's probably the I. same door, probably the same. But I was on. Aye. Yeah. Fuck. But so. yes. Well, on that happy note, Craig, and cheers for launching me clean under the fucking bus. There, thanks for that. How have I launched under the bus? <laughs> fucking bringing that up. Thanks for that, pal. What hi-fi rush? <laughs> Aye. Did I, you said you were going to pan it? I did not say I was going to fucking pan it at all. I thought you were going to pan it. Why would I pan it? I'll read the message out if you want. Don't fuck you fucking dare read my message out, you can. <laughs> I'll, fucking, I'll fucking read yours if you want. Let's play, let's play that game while we Right, Afterlife 2. <laughs> yeah, play chicken, who gives in first? But look, no, I, I do totally agree. It seems very, very low. I would I would like to think that when a game drops in a service like that, that you would have like a f- at least a 30% right. hit rate for, some, for people at least trying it. But I, I do just wonder, like, I don't know, I'd like to see a sample size of maybe 10 different games and see if that's, yeah, is that closer yeah. to the norm? Like I, like, I also wonder, we see stuff like Game Pass 
PS, probably PS Plus more so than Game Pass, just because it's a higher number. How many of, like, PS Plus's last number was 46.2 million, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How many of them are active every week? Oh, I think quite a lot, but I, I, what I would say is I certainly do not get my money's worth from PS Plus. That's for sure. No, and, me neither. And if I wasn't getting my Game Pass from Turkey, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't pay full price for Game Pass at the moment because I don't get enough of it. Don't get me wrong. That's going to change this year with the launches. We, we all appreciate that. But I'm talking about you know, over the last you know year, two years. I certainly haven't got my money's worth at a Game Pass, apart from the fact that I've been getting Turkish discount. Hmm. but I certainly don't get my PlayStation 1 because I can't remember the last time I played a game on like a PS Premium service because I've either got them all or I'm not interested okay I've downloaded Wild Arms 1, 2 and Legend of Dragoon I've got them downloaded I've not started playing them yet they are there but I could also buy them a la carte I think you can buy them for a tenner yeah so I definitely don't get my money's worth that's for sure but I'm definitely a, a, one of the regular users of playstation plus because i use it for the cloud and everything else you know i know multiple people who have had a playstation for more than 10 years and have never once even redeemed one of the monthly games ever even though i tell them to do it yeah they're just not interested yeah. Thing is, you just have to press add. You don't have to download it. Just press add to library, and it's in your library forever. Yeah, but they just won't do it. Like, uh, as a force of habit, I do that even with games I've no intention of playing, just yeah. in case it might come up. You know. Yeah. It's, it's strange. That's strange. Yeah. Anywho, I think. Oh, well, we've put the worlds to right, gentlemen. Alex, Indeed. thank you Once very much again. Alex, where can where are the one of them? Where are all the various people yeah. places that people can find <laughs> get, you? Can put the kettle on. The the majority of my time at the moment is spent at Cross Button VR. So if you go on Twitter, you can find us at Cross Button VR, or if you search on your podcast app for Cross Button VR, and you'll find episodes one and two, and soon to be episode three of our PS VR two focused um, podcast couldn't think of the right word there um you can also head to the crossplayers.com and you can find all of our other podcasts um so you've x players is my baby i do still love my xbox i promise um, even though and, you're a massive pony these days he still loves his xbox i'm not i just love to spend money that's that's that's, <laughs> that's apparently, it's apparently where we're at at the moment i mean in this week's crosscast the guys just literally listed everything i've bought and told me how much money i'd spent oh that oh, must wow. have been a horrible that experience bit, that was a bit shameful so you can look forward oh, wow. to that um i did have to apologize for being fairly appreciative of the fact that i'm quite lucky to be able to spend as much money i think but i know that um so yeah <laughs> he works hard find for the there. money work hard play hard she works hard exactly. for the money treat myself uh, uh. hard for the money so you better treat her right he's definitely that was worse than a gym big lip <laughs> it was worse than a gym right fuck <laughs> <laughs> off assholes and donnie are you still on twitter I'm still on Twitter. I've, I'm behaving on at Donnie's, Donnie's with a Z, Donnie's tweets. I'm uh, I'm still active. I've not um, called any Tories a cunt recently to Good. get banned. So I have been behaving. Well done. As a representative of the Pure Dead Gaming Afterlife. <laughs> I've finally started behaving. Well done. Thank you. Thank you, boss. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, master. And yeah, you can find uh, all things Pure Dead Gaming pretty much just, I mean, I'll go through a few of them, but just fucking Google Pure Dead Gaming. 
You know what I mean? Like you're everywhere. How, how fucking difficult is it? Podcast services, Spotify, PureDeadGaming.com, Sometimes on YouTube. I should probably sort that out. Mm. Um, Some of the best reviews going. I great website, man. Reviewers much much more accomplished than myself. Um, and Debatable. yeah, I check check us all out. We're we're pretty much everywhere. We're over ten k on Twitter now as well. Super. That's been a long time coming. Um, so I've got a I've got a video to make. Whenever my oh, I get in that bath. <laughs> I've got a video to make whenever my back's up to it. Uh, so God. you can look forward to some kayaking, some off-road kayaking uh, in the near future. But yep, yeah, thanks everyone for checking us out this week and we will catch you again next month. Bye everyone. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.